I'm your host, Fraser Bailey, and welcome to the VegUp Podcast, where we talk mindset, psychology, plant-based nutrition, lifestyle, and big dreams. So if you want to get your head in the game, level up, and become the best version of you, listen in. Let's go. What is up, guys? In this episode, I'm going to talk to you all about how you can develop the skills to communicate with your local stores to get better plant-based food alternatives in them so it can benefit you, so it can benefit your friends and family, so it can benefit them by getting better products and return on investment with products on their shelves to help them as a business. So it's a win-win-win. So I'm going to give you a little bit quick backstory. But before I do that, I want to pretense this by explaining why this concept is important. So for supermarkets, for stores, for people who are trying to understand and wrap their head around, you know, why should we get more plant-based alternatives into a store? You know, maybe that's not part of what our message has been in the past. Why, why would we want to do that? Well, the plant-based market is now valued at $4.5 billion in the US. The plant-based meat category is worth more than $800 million per year, and sales went up 11% this past year in 2019. Sales of refrigerated vegan meat have gone up by 37%, while sales in animal-based meat have only gone up by 2%. So you can see straight out of the gate that there is a huge pivot and shift regarding these types of growth points when it comes to plant-based alternatives. And this is not just for vegans. This is one of the things that I I say, and I'm going to tell you why this is important to emphasize this when you're communicating with people in the stores who have a role in ordering products is because the majority of people who consume non-dairy alternatives or plant-based meat alternatives aren't even vegan. They are vegetarians, they're, they're pescatarians, they are flexitarians, so people who maybe consume some meat but not all the time. They're reductionists, so people who want to reduce their consumption of certain things but they don't eliminate things entirely. So when I put forward an idea of, hey, this is why you want to get more plant-based alternatives and this is why you want to get more non-dairy alternatives into your store. It's not to cater to just the small percentage of vegans. Yes, that's nice that they cater to us as well, right? But there's a huge subset of people that want to reduce their dairy consumption for whatever reason. They want to reduce their meat consumption. So when businesses can listen to that and pivot with the market changes, that's how they evolve and stay in business. The ones that hold on to these old draconian ideas around, well, we've always done it this way, or this is you know, part of our old brand message, they tend to die out because they don't adapt with the times. They don't adapt to the customer. They don't listen to what the ha- what's happening in the marketplace. And so I want to tell you a little bit of a story as to why you should listen to me regarding any of this stuff. So you may or may not know, but Lauren and myself have done some work over the last year with a supermarket down here in Louisiana called Winn-Dixie. So Winn-Dixie is a supermarket that is owned by an umbrella company called Southeastern Grocers. So Southeastern Grocers basically has different supermarket chains within the Southeast region of the United States of America. So they're in, within Florida, Alabama, 
Mississippi, Louisiana, that type of sort of area. Now, the store that is close to us, for example, which is on uh, Highway 21 in St. Tammany, it's the highest grossing Winn-Dixie in the country, I believe. So I've been told. And they have a lot of people who come through that store. It's, it's also got a, a demographic of people who tend to be more health conscious. And so we had been going through the store. We'd been buying some of our food from Winn-Dixie. And I had been wearing some of our Evolving Alpha merchandise because I go in there straight after the gym and usually just grab a few things if I need to. And at the time, Gary Crow, who was the store manager and now he's progressed on to upper management, he noticed that I was coming in all the time and he saw our Evolving Alpha clothing. And so he searched us online and found our YouTube channel. Lauren had done a YouTube review on a non, a so delicious non-dairy ice cream alternative. He saw that review and he went into the frozen section and he realized that they weren't carrying any of the products we were reviewing. And he had the, the, the wit or he had the intelligence to kind of connect all those dots together and go, these people are coming in every day. They are spending money here, yet they're doing reviews on products that we don't even carry in the store. It's telling me that they're going other places to go shopping as well. And he was able to connect all those dots and then reach out to us and say, hey, we'd love to kind of collaborate with you guys and get some feedback on plant-based alternatives that you might want to get into the store to help you and to help us. That's why this is important, guys, because very often I've heard people just complain, oh, my store doesn't have anything. It doesn't have this, this, and this. Well, have you tried presenting the information with statistics from a, a way, in a, in a perspective or an angle that's articulate and kind and encouraging and optimistic that it gets them excited and helps them understand why this would be of benefit to them? And so I had communicated with this store manager and even gone up to having some brief communications with the CEO as well. And they loved the the idea of just having this diverse range of people coming in and getting information and expertise in different areas to give them an edge ahead of the other competitors in the marketplace. Because let's face it, if you are first in market with a lot of really innovative products, you can capitalize on that wave. You know when market trends start to dip down or products maybe don't really catch on or they're just not very popular or they don't taste that good. And if you don't have intimate knowledge about this, like for example, like a lot of people who aren't plant-based or vegan, they just don't know these things. And so they don't really know what's trending and what's not. So they might have a lot of lousy products on their shelves and you could help them with that. Because if you live this way, you probably tried a lot of different things. And so you have intimate knowledge about what does and doesn't work, what's trending, what's coming into the market that could be really interesting for them to get in. What are old products that are just outdated now that don't really work and help them figure out what they should be getting on their shelves to help yourself, to help your friends, family, people you know, transition or make better choices to help them increase their return on products that they have on their shelf so they become, become a more profitable business. And that helps them understand that you have something of value and you they'll, they'll take on board the advice that you give them. And so 
this comes back to the power of social media. So like we just shared videos on YouTube. You could even tag your store in an in Instagram post. And if they see that, they might reach out to you and say, hey, like we'd love more feedback unless you want to be proactive and reach out to them. I'm all about being proactive and reach out, re reaching out because at the end of the day, businesses want to stay relevant. And one of the biggest ways to do this is understand consumer behavior and consumer psychology. And so what I put forward to you guys and what I put forward to Windex is start to read books and learn more about human psychology and human behavior. Understand the art of selling an idea. You're selling a vision. You're selling an idea. You're selling a process. You're selling a product, right? You're trying to get them on board to understand why? So if you can understand that they're driven by um, satisfying customers or they're driven by increasing um, product sales or a combination of all those things, give them all the benefits, show them the statistics, show them how they can get these different alternatives in, and show them what are the best alternatives. So when they do come in, they trend really hard and they make some good sales and they can understand, ah, this works. You can be the person who bridges the gap basically. Because one of the things that I've seen is that people try their best with the with the knowledge and the skill sets that they have and what i mean by this is that within let me give you a little bit of an explanation as to how this works within store so when you go into your store for example you know who to talk to and you know how to explain things usually within within each store there's a there's a manager who oversees each department and often what they will have is they will have someone at the head office of that particular supermarket who is in charge of organizing the sets for that particular department. So in, in the instance with the store that we work with is uh, the organic and naturals set, which just happens to also be a lot of plant-based alternatives and things like that. They have a person back in Florida in their department who basically structures the set. So she figures out what products go where, wh you know, what what range of products should they have in, how many of diff each product should they have, and all the all of those types of things. Now, they do the best that they can because they get they they get pitched from different sales reps regarding different products. They go to different expos and look at what products seem to be like hot, what's not, what tastes good, what doesn't. And they just get, you know, types of information coming at them where they try and make the best decisions possible. They might go to different stores and do a little bit of a scouting mission and look at the different sets and different stores that their competitors with and kind of model off those stores. But what if those stores have bad information too, then you're modeling bad information. Or what if you don't really understand the the trends within the plant-based economy and what is coming to the forefront and what is popular within each meal type? For example, some vegan cheeses do really well, some don't. Some plant-based meat alternatives do really well, some don't. And so if you don't know those things and you don't really know, have a, your finger on the pulse, you might get products and they just don't do well. And then you just kind of resign to the fact, well, this is just not a demo. This is not popular in this demographic when in actuality it was because you got the wrong subset of products in and you didn't really understand biopsychology around them and what's actually trending. And why I come back to this is that from that perspective with these big businesses, they tend to be a little bit compartmentalized where they have people in charge of certain things 
but they don't necessarily have someone who can come in and, and pull everything together in like a big cohesive system. So for example, if you are plant-based or vegan, you already have an intimate knowledge of a lot of plant-based and vegan food products because you eat them all the time. So you know what things are popular. You've probably had lots of discussions on social media about them. You know what's trending. You know what's not. You know what's coming and that's going to be new and hot. And you know what's going out the door and is not really that exciting anymore. You understand the health benefits from a for, for from a whole food plant-based diet. You might understand the ethical and the environmental aspects. And so you're able to tie in all this knowledge that you have that would normally be compartmentalized within a big business and you can transcend everything. And I'll give you a real world example so you know what I'm talking about. So a lot of the time when you look at sets or you look at uh, the products that stores carry, they just get pitched from sales reps. They don't really know if it's going to be popular or not. They're just basing their decisions off what the sales reps say. Maybe they like the taste of it and that's it. Or they base it off what they're seeing other businesses carrying in their sets, which again, it could be bad information. And so from that perspective, they don't really know, one, what is even worthy of carrying on the shelf and what very often they'll have lots of double up of things so they'll have lots of the same thing but just different brands and it just gets confusing and there's too much variation and it kind of causes almost like this paralysis or they have products that are just not that good or they were good at a certain point and they're still trying to ride that wave and they're just they're not popular anymore and so there's that aspect of things so if you can understand that because you have your finger on the pulse because you're within the plant-based vegan community that's a huge advantage because you already have your finger on that pulse now if you understand the nutritional and the health benefits you can then convey to them why people are making these decisions because they might say, well, you know, why are people buying more non-dairy alternatives? Well, maybe because they're getting diagnosed as being lactose intolerant. Maybe it's upsetting their irritable bowel syndrome. Maybe it's giving them acne. There could be a multitude of reasons regarding the health benefits as to why they're making the shift. If you can understand those benefits, you're able to explain it to the management, then it equips them with the knowledge to help their customers. And my friend, this is what I'm about to tell you is very valuable. I'll give you an example. I did a demo with Beyond Burgers last year for Winn-Dixie in their store. And I had a woman come up to me and she was just asking me, she's like, oh, what are these? And I was telling her about the plant-based meat alternatives and things. And she's like, well, I've always been interested in that. And she was saying about how she's had some problems with her digestion and that um, she's had, you know, just various things that have challenged her. And so I probed into like her diet for two to three minutes. And what I found was that she'd been consuming a lot of conventionally grown produce that, the, and the ones that she had in her shopping cart were typically much, much higher with uh, glyphosate, pesticides, and herbicides than the organic produce that she could get that was a little bit more expensive but didn't have the same chemical concentrations. The reason why this is important is because that type of stuff starts to break down your gut lining, and that's what opens you up to all kinds of digestive and autoimmune problems. So that was the first thing. So I, I got her to swap out the conventional produce for the organic stuff. She paid a little bit more, but in terms of her health, it will be an investment. So one, the the store profits, they win because they sell a higher priced item. She wins because she's investing in her health and healing herself. So that's the first thing. And it still doesn't have to be expensive. Like if you remove a lot of the 
novelty vegan foods and things like that. A vegan diet does not have to be expensive. I want to put that in there right now. Just mentioning that organic produce. The other thing I said was she said that she'd been getting a lot of bloating and digestive issues. And I said, well, have you tried switching out your dairy milk for a non-dairy alternative? And so she switched that out. And so she got that instead. She ended up leaving after having this conversation with me. She ended up leaving with about $30 worth of produce and things to try. Now, she might have gone in there and just spent $10, but because I was able to understand what her challenges are, where is she at in her journey, what does she need help with, I was able to facilitate that conversation and upsell her into products that would potentially help change her life and and give her a better quality of life while helping the store benefit and grow as well. It's a win-win. And so from that perspective, from that entrepreneurial side of me, that is a really powerful skill, guys, when it comes to articulating the message. Another thing might be if someone comes in and they say, well, my doctor said that I need to cut down my red meat consumption because my cholesterol and my lipid profiles are abnormal, you can offer a a Beyond Burger or another plant-based meat alternative or maybe some seitan or tempeh or tofu. You can offer an array of different things depending on what type of health outcome they want to achieve. And so what I'm saying here is that people in the store, they don't know that stuff because they're not, they don't have an understanding of nutrition. They don't have an understanding of plant-based health and nutrition. You probably have some idea if you're already doing this lifestyle because you've had to learn, you've had to learn something. And so you probably have way more knowledge than you think. And so if you can bridge the gap and explain to them, hey, I'm going, if you get these products in, I'll share it on social media. I'll come and buy it. I'll tell my friends about it. I'll tell my coworkers about it. I'll tell my people at the gym about it. So I'll get people to come into the store if you get these things in. And I can explain to you or your management why these things could be beneficial from a health perspective, understanding consumer buying habits, understanding what's motivating someone to then get them on these products to try. And also to give them feedback on, hey, I think that you should simplify down how many plant-based deli slice options you have or how many plant-based cheese options you have. Maybe this cheese is not very good. Remove that off the shelf, bring a new one and that's better. Or compress down that and bring in another product that is something different, but that is trending. And so it's helping them refine their sets and keep them up to date by keeping your finger on the pulse of what's trending. And most people don't have this information because they have part of the information. They might have the information from the sales rep about the product. They might have a set that they copied from another store. They might have a little bit of nutritional knowledge, but they don't have any information on the sets. And so because of that, this this like communication breakdown that, that ho- often happens within big stores and they are unable to get things in or they get things in and they don't market them in the right way or they put them in the wrong place in the store or they don't know how to um, demo them. XYZ, you can just insert so many different things that will be a potential barrier. Now, the reason why you could be so powerful, and the reason why you want to do this is because it just helps open the door for so many people. It helps give you an advantage to get things in the store you want, but you can potentially change people's lives and you can really step into this role and become, I guess, someone to go to regarding this information with these businesses. And so, from my perspective, 
having intimate knowledge about what is trending and what's not in the plant-based world to know what things to bring in to not bring double ups in to bring in the right brands at the right times and pitch them in the right way running the appropriate demos for them and then have then giving the staff and the management a little bit of education as to what are some of the health benefits of these things so when they get asked by consumers they can maybe spout off one or two little bits of knowledge that allow them to convert that customer into something that is going to help them and be productive, right? So at the end of the day, you're walking through through the whole process. You're not just giving them, hey, bring this product in, and then they're left to try and figure out how to do it. You're showing them the whole process. And my friend, I've found so much fulfillment in doing things like this because I feel like you add to the community. You have your own little way to advocate your lifestyle that you're so passionate about. And it just develops your skill sets to communicate and sell an idea and get people on board and show them how to evolve and show businesses how to evolve. Because at the end of the day, you have knowledge that you think is just common sense to you, but it's not common sense. It's not common knowledge. And you need to use those skills and help these people evolve and help them, their brands evolve and adapt how they operate. So that's my message for you today. Go out there, go to your store, do a lot of these things that I've told you. Communicate in an exciting way. If you can articulate the message in an exciting, positive way, you will get people fired up. You'll get them curious about, hey, like let's just bring these things in and try them. And it's also understanding the, the demographic of each area. One of the things I want to close by saying is that very often they assume that, oh, well, if it's in the countryside or in the, in a, in the rural south or whatever, people won't be interested in that stuff. And that's not true. Like when we've been traveling through backcountry Georgia, we've found amazing plant-based alternatives in some of these stores. And I would ask the management there, I'm like, hey, so do these things, do these things sell? Do they move? And they say, yeah, they really do move. After We live in a day and age where people have access to the internet. They can find any information they want, even if they live in rural Georgia. And so because of that, people are starting to get educated. They're starting to understand the benefits. And if stores can bring in someone like you or someone like me as a consultant to, to help them basically figure out what products do we need in what stores? How do we need to promote them? And what? how do we need to like arrange the shelf space to make sense for all these different products? What's come in and that's hot? What's trending off that we need to remove? How should we demo them and, and explain them? And how do we upsell consumers and customers into products that can better their health and improve their quality of life whilst improving our business? That, my friends, is power. That's potency. That's life skills. At the end of the day, you develop really good life skills with communicating with people like this. So I'm just so grateful that I've had the opportunities to do this as well and to continue to do this. And so I want to put that forward to you today. Focus on that. I challenge you. Go to your store. Communicate like I've told you. Tag me on Instagram. I want to know that you've done this and I want to see some fruits from your labor this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Veg Up Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes go live. Please leave us a review and share this on social media. Tag me. Let me know what helped you. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Let's get this information out to the world. Help me do that. And be sure to email us over at Fraser at EvolvingAlpha.com for coaching options and mentorship. Because if you want growth, it begins here, my friend.